Welcome to another episode of Preferred Walk-On. I'm your host, Max Chadwick. We've got another top 10 positional ranking for you guys today, and it's my top 10 interior defensive linemen in college football heading into the 2023 season. For those of you that don't know, interior defensive linemen are basically 4-3 defensive tackles, 3-4 defensive ends, and 3-4 nose tackles, of course, as well. Make sure you hit that subscribe button because not only are we ranking every single position and the top 10 players at that position, we're also interviewing big time media personalities, big time players, and big time anyone in college football. In fact, the top two players on this list, we actually interviewed. Uh, So make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single interview from this channel as well, and I want to remind you guys that I put out, you know, my top ten lists over at PFF.com. However, my opinions have changed ever so slightly uh, on these lists as I go back and watch more and more tapes. So it's not exactly similar to the list I put out on PFF.com. But let's start it off with my number ten interior defensive lineman heading into college football next season, and that is Mason Smith from LSU, who only played eight snaps this past season before tearing his ACL in that game against Florida State. In fact, he was actually celebrating a big play, jumped up, landed on his knee wrong, tore that ACL, unfortunately. But he is, you know, for a lot of people right now, a projected top 15 pick maybe in that 2024 NFL draft. I have him as a first-round pick in my way-too-early 2024 mock, which you go check out uh, as well. But Mason Smith, man, is an absolute freak. He's six foot five, 300 pounds. In fact, he played mostly on the edge for LSU in his freshman year, even at 300 pounds. And he showed how incredible of an athlete he is by having four sacks on 198 pass rushing snaps. So I am really, really looking forward to what we see from Mason Smith in his junior year since we didn't see really anything from him in his sophomore year, and he did impress uh, in his limited time as a freshman too. So Mason Smith, all the talent in the world, could be a first-round pick and one of the top interior defensive linemen in the 2024 NFL Draft, but I have number 10 right now just because we haven't seen too much from him just yet. So it's mainly a projection for Mason Smith. And at number nine is another projection, really, in Michael Hall Jr., who, like Mason Smith, is being projected as one of the top defensive tackles in the 2024 NFL Draft. He comes from Ohio State. And, you know, like I said, like Mason Smith, he didn't really play all that much as a lot of the other guys on this list, but when he did play, he was really, really good. He flashed on on only 266 snaps. He earned an 80.3 grade and had six sacks on only 266 snaps as well. So just like Mason Smith, want to see him uh, in an increased role in that Ohio State defensive line that constantly rotates bodies. But you know he's got all the talent in the world to be maybe a top 15, top 20 pick in the draft. Just got to see more. From Michael Hall Jr. So he checks in at number nine. Again, really projection for number 10 and number nine, but not really for number eight, which is Byron Murphy from Texas, who, you know, is, is just a phenomenal player on that Texas defensive line that had a ton of really good interior defensive linemen uh, last season. They actually had the deepest, I would say, interior defensive line in college football. They had four players who earned a PFF grade 
above a 77. Murphy is one of only two of them who are returning to the Longhorns. He had an 83.9 run defense grade in 2022, which was a top 10 mark among all Power 5 interior defensive linemen. He was also 11th in the Power 5 with a 14.8% pass rush win rate, which I think is one of the best stats to look at when you look at a pass rusher because it's not just you know sacks, which don't tell the whole story, not just pressures, which are better than sacks, but again, don't tell the entire story. Win rate is basically whether or not you beat the blocker in front of you. And, you know, he was the 11th best in the Power 5 in pass rush win rate as just a sophomore, too. So Byron Murphy, I think, is a really good all-around defensive tackle uh, for that Texas defense. At number 7 is Tyler Davis from Clemson, who really impressed as a true freshman in 2019. He earned a 79.6 grade, but then he battled injuries over the following two seasons. He was finally healthy in 2022 as a senior, and he really returned to his dominant ways. He had an 82.9 PFF grade, which was a top 10 figure among Power 5 defensive tackles. He also had 36 pressures, which were fourth among Power 5 interior defensive linemen as well. So at number seven is Tyler Davis. At number six, a guy who was really high on my initial list for PFF, lowered him a bit more after I watched more tape on other guys, but I still really, really like him. That is Makai Wingo, who another defensive tackle from LSU, who I think is you know a really, really good player. He transferred there from Missouri after a really impressive freshman year at Missouri. Uh, really never came off the field for the Tigers uh, in his sophomore year. He had 821 snaps, which were 30 more than any other interior defensive lineman in college football. So Mason Smith, how you know the, the big thing with him is you don't see enough snaps from him. That's not the case with Makai Wingo, who really is like a marathon man for the LSU Tigers. So uh, his 84.3 run defense grade was third among SEC interior defensive linemen, and his four sacks were tied for the most. So even though he was playing so much, he still was a very consistent player in the middle of LSU's defense, and I really, really like Makai Wingo, and he comes in at number six on this list. At number five is a guy who uh, I actually talked to Graham Barton, the offensive tackle from Duke, who is one of the top five offensive tackles in college football. Make sure you check out that list before that interview is coming soon. I talked to him about this guy, his teammate, Dwayne Carter from Duke, and he's like, dude, I am very happy that on Saturdays, I don't got to block that guy because in practice, he gives me and other offensive linemen in Durham hell. Uh, Dwayne Carter was absolutely phenomenal for Duke this past season. Uh, he had 52 pressures, which trailed only Jerzon Newton among all Power 5 interior defensive linemen this past season. He also had eight sacks, which were tied for first among Power 5 defensive linemen, interior defensive linemen as well. So Dwayne Carter really broke out uh, as an elite pass rusher in the ACC. But he's not the best ACC defensive tackle on this list because at number four is Leonard Taylor from Miami, who had a lot of hype coming out of high school. He was a top 10 recruit in the 2021 class, according to On3's industry rating, and he really lived up to the hype as a sophomore, especially as a pass rusher. He had a 19.5% pass rush win rate and 16.2% pressure rate, which only trailed Kalijah Cansey 
among Power 5 interior defensive linemen. Remember, Kalijah Kansi was a first-round pick to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the 2023 NFL Draft, and only he had a better pass rush win rate and pressure rate than Leonard Taylor this past season. Now, you might be wondering why he's not higher on this list. Well, because like Michael Hall and like Mason Smith, didn't play the most snaps. He had 370 snaps this past season, which was still more than those two guys. But still, I want to see an increased workload and him still excelling on an increased workload before I put him any higher on this list. But make no mistake, this guy has all the tools in the world. And I really think he could be the top defensive tackle in the 2024 NFL Draft if he maintains that dominance over an increased snap load in 2023 in his junior year. So at number four is Leonard Taylor from Miami. At number three is Chris Jenkins, the defensive tackle from Michigan, who is an absolutely dominant run stuffer in the middle of Michigan's defensive line. He had 31 run defense stops this past season, which were tied for the most in the nation among interior defensive linemen. And his positively graded run defense rate, run defense play rate, was third among Power 5 interior defensive linemen. So really, really dominant run stuffer at number three. But he's not even the best run defender on this list because at number two is a guy, another guy who I interviewed, Dante Corleone from Cincinnati, who actually was PFF's highest graded defensive player in 2022. He was phenomenal for the Bearcats this past season. He had a 93.8 grade and a 94.7 run defense grade, which was the best mark by a defensive player since Micah Parsons in 2019. So he only had the 256th most run defense snaps among interior defensive linemen in college football, but he still had the sixth most run stops among interior defensive linemen in college football. So again, 256th in snaps, 6th most stops. That that makes no sense and just speaks to how dominant Dante Corleone was uh, in that Cincinnati defense. And if he continues to dominate like that, now in the Big 12, on an increased snap load, also takes another step as a pass rusher too, um, which he actually really looked good as a pass rusher last year for Cincinnati. But if he takes another step in all those aspects, he really could become you know, one of the best defensive tackles in college football. He already is, but one of the best in the NFL draft, too. I think a lot of people, you know, see him as a kind of like a day three pick right now. I think he could vault himself a lot higher if he maintains that dominance on an increased workload. But at number one is a guy, another guy we interviewed, and that interview is posted to the channel, so make sure you go check it out. It's Drazon Newton from Illinois. One of my favorite interviews that I've done so far. You know, I asked him why he came back to Illinois. And usually you hear these answers from players like, oh, there's so much unfinished business. And he still said that, but he's like, dude, I I look at these mock drafts. I'm not even a first or second round pick. He's like, yeah, I I gotta be a first round pick. I'm coming back to school. So you never really hear that from players. Drazan Newton's really focused on getting in that first round. I think he could be. I think he could be a top you know, 15, maybe even top 10 pick when it's all said and done. He's not only the best defensive tackle in college football heading into next season, he's one of the best defensive players 
in college football heading into next season. He was the most valuable Power 5 interior defensive lineman according to PFF's wins above average metric. He led all Power 5 interior defensive linemen with 59 pressures last year. He had the most pressures among all Power 5 D tackles. Uh, And also, he had 13 tackles for loss or no gain, which were tied for the most among all interior defensive linemen in the country. So he had the most pressures among Power 5 D tackles and tied for the most tackles for loss or no gain among all D tackles in the country. Most valuable D tackles, well, easily Drazon Newton for me is the best defensive tackle in college football. Make sure you check out that interview. One of my favorite interviews I've done so far. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal kid. But that's what I got for my top 10 interior defensive linemen in college football heading into next season. Of course, follow me on Twitter at MaxChadwickCFB. Subscribe to the channel so you don't miss any new rankings and also any new interviews that we're doing as well. But that's what I got. Let me know in the comments below what you think about this list. And yeah, I'll see you guys later.